Welcome to the Sexy Biz Babe podcast. I'm your host, Tia Lin, a business empowerment coach and motivational speaker. This show is for the high achieving woman who wants it all. Each week, I walk you through how to own your power, generate consistent leads, attract clients, and close sales with ease and confidence. It's time to make money doing what you love. Let's dive in. Hey, sexy biz babes. Oh my gosh, this episode is juicy as fuck. And I have a really awesome lady on today, Nova Ray. She's a shadow integration specialist, among other things. And she can go ahead and introduce herself, but we are going to be diving into her spiritual journey into the world of sugar dating and BDSM kinks and how it led to her success. Oh my goodness. This is so juicy. Okay. So go ahead and introduce yourself to the ladies. Oh, thank you, Tia. Uh, my name is Nova Ray. As, as Tia just said, I am a shadow integration specialist. I work with transitional states and helping people break through in their relationships with either love or money or their business. Um, I'm all through the shadow, right? Through the shadow. So that's my thing. I know a lot of people say like, you know, we need to expand your capacity for pleasure. And I say, you need to expand your capacity for pain (laughs) because, because that's what we're in it for. And, um, I mean, we're not in it for pain. We're in it for expanding our capacity for sensation. So I'm really kind of a, um, presence coach in a way. And that's what I do with a lot of my clients is sort of, Uh, dominate them into being in the present moment, (laughs) which is very, very hard for people. And that can often be like, you know, why we're keeping trying to keep away love or money because it like, it's, it's just too scary. It threatens our ego. It brings up old trauma responses. Um, So essentially that's what I do. And yeah. And it's all about also like, um, I just came up with this just before this call. So this is like super fresh just for you. It's pain into power, shame into fuel and our blocks into hard, cold, hard cash. Oh, I love that so much. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I just, I love like just digging in people's like where they're sticky or where they're avoiding. Um, That's where your power is. It's in what you're what you're kind of not looking at. And I'm like, I hold these torches, these metaphysical torches, and we just look in there and recover power. Ooh, I love this so much. So what do you guys, what do you dive into with your clients? You said shadow, is that like, and you also said pain. So is that like maybe in the lulls when they're not getting clients? Is it maybe in the pain when maybe they're not hitting the money? Is that kind of the pain? (laughs) I love, I love that you brought that up because like, who would want to work with me if we work with pain? Who wants more pain, right? Everyone wants more pleasure. But my magic is like, we play and we find pleasure there. And we, we create the space to face the difficult things. Um, So yeah, my clients are, well, I think they're sort of drama queens, um, kind of, kind of stunted drama queens. So Uh like, you know, we create our own drama, um, but in the the shadow we'll create drama subconsciously or unconsciously. Like we're not, um, 
we're not conscious about the kind of sensations we're creating or situations, but like, so it's people who keep having patterns and loops mm-hmm. where they keep facing the same kind of shit. And they're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? What is this? Mm-hmm. And so, so it's an unconscious resistance or fear or threat um, or, or just a kind of hot drama that people mm-hmm. kind of get off on. So I'm helping people realize their own inner masochism. Okay. And, and kind of like let themselves enjoy and embody and actually feel the hot sensations that they're creating. And by bringing consciousness to that and feeling it, like embodying it and being willing to feel what's happening, um, you can create situations that are consciously the situations that you want so okay does that sound really complicated I think a little bit but (laughs) sounds like I may be maybe your ideal client type of person where I am a drama queen and like yesterday I was just like high vibe and like did three it was like two podcasts I did a clubhouse room I got lots of engagement I got lots of leads and then today I'm like I'm a little tired. It's the end of the world. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's it. I mean, (laughs) because like our space, this coaching space, you know, that we're in is so like high vibe, positivity, mindset. And, and, and you can almost like totally get wrapped up in that. Like if I'm not feeling that way, something is wrong. So I'm like, I'm like, let's get in the wrong. Let's get in the bad. Wherever you're feeling like I'm bad, this is wrong. This is shitty. Um, I'm like, instead of just mindsetting or affirmationing it away, um, let's get in there. Let's look at it. What? Ooh, how do you feel? Like, you feel like the world is ending. Ooh, tell me more. You know, <laughs> tell me, <laughs> tell me, like, how does that feel in your body? Like. Um, and what, what's hot about that roller coaster ride? Like, hmm, Ooh, okay. So what would you tell to a client like me where I'm like, but I am, I'm super, just so some back knowledge is I'm a fire, fire, fire sign. I'm Aries, Aries, Leo. So I'm just like, go, go, (laughs) go. I'm also a generator. I'm go, 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 go. And then crash. (laughs) (laughs) and so what would you tell for people who are even like that generators manifesting generators who just like go 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 and then they have this like peak and they're like excited and then they didn't get the result the next day (laughs) (laughs) well yeah I'm a manifesting generator also I feel feel that kind of uh vibe I'm almost all air though I'm like think 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 (laughs) like you know but um I would say, like, first of all, embrace it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that is who you are. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. It's like, what are you making wrong about your journey? And you're like, okay, I'm a roller coaster loving bitch. I'm a fucking drama queen. Like, that's kind of the, the attitude. And it's like, how can you, yeah, I would say, like, through, through integrating and, you know, helping your inner child be safe and kind of soothing the, like, the, like, threats there. I'm really Uh good at that too. It's not all like super hardcore shit, but I would say like, what's the superhero persona of this fire goddess, you know, and, and how to like, just let her lead and 
how to give yourself down days and just work that into your schedule. Like when you Mm -hmm. have a full day booked out and you know you're going to be low the next day, just have a guiltless low day and book that off in your calendar. I'm going to want to fucking do nothing because like, fuck you. Like, I don't want to do anything. (laughs) I just went 12 hours, probably two, two days in a row after getting back from uh, Tulum. And I'm just like, go, 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 go. All the energy, all the energy, all the people, all the new people. And then like integration. Yeah. And then like the day after it's just like, okay, didn't get the instantaneous results. (laughs) And let's go ahead and take a break. And it is the full moon tomorrow as well. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And it's a long game. It's a long game. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, you're like, you're moving, we're dancing. It's up and down and spiraling, spiraling. Like it's Mm -hmm. energy. And that's, I think, accentuated and highlighted on this entrepreneur path. Like life is a roller coaster already, but the business path is like roller coaster extreme. We are all extremists. We are sensation sluts. Okay. Ah, yes. I am a sensation slut. No, I am a fucking sensation slut. Okay. Wait, have you done the erotic blueprints? I have not. Okay. I will have to tag you in the video and give you the quiz. Um, Anyways, I'm a shapeshifter, which is all of the, there's, it's like the love languages, but for sex. I'm sure I must be that too. (laughs) It's where I love everything. Like I'm kinky and shapeshifter is the main ones. And then there's sensual and um, energetic and sexual, but I like them all. I want all of them. I want them all of the time. I'm very like give me all the things. I'm very sensational slut. Oh my God. That is my favorite word of the day. I I came upon it like not that long ago. I don't know, but I was like, this is it. This is what we're doing. I mean, it's me, it's naming me. And it's also, this is who I have the most fun working with. Like I, I've worked with people who were not entrepreneurs. And I have to say, it's like, it doesn't feel like a, like a fit because, um, I don't know, people who are in this realm, I think are just more like, okay, there's a wound. What do I do with it? Transform (laughs) it. You know, like, how can I like move through this so I can like, you know, bust through my shit and like make some money. Like, it's like, it's really intense. Um, and that's who I have most fun with. Like we can, we can play in the shadow versus just kind of, just bleh, like just Touch being it. being Touch in it, it or hiding it or avoiding it yeah like all the yeah or like wallowing in it you know or identifying with it oh yeah that's that's very common so Ooh. like but with us we're like these high sensation people and we can just be aware of it mm-hmm. but not identify with it and then what I like to do is like see it as a source of power that hasn't been unwrapped yet It's like a little gem that's kind of covered in mud or dirt. And you kind of just got to like uncover it. What's there? (laughs) And what what used to feel like a weight or something holding you down or back or something is now suddenly this like power source that you can plug into. You're like, ooh, that's fuel now. Yeah. Ooh, I like this. (laughs) Ah, This is so fun. Okay. So let's see. So how... Explain whatever story comes up for you, but what was your spiritually 
spiritual journey into the world of sugar dating and BDSM and how it led to your success. Start with whatever you want to start with here. Um, Yeah. What comes up? Okay. Thank you for asking me. Let's tell stories. Story time. Story time. (laughs) Um, So the first time, so four years ago, I committed to my first year long coaching container. Essentially it was my like welcome to the coaching world journey. And all the coaching stuff I've done has been spiritual women. It's all been that. And this was just an invitation from one of those to her online summit. And I was like, yes, this (laughs) I'm in never, never done that before, but always kind of knew I wanted to. So Mm -hmm. I say that as the backstory. And then like, essentially, after I signed up with that, everything in my life changed. I was in a unhealthy BDSM relationship at the time. Um, And it really, which was wonderful. It was a triple Scorpio. Okay. Like, I'm not like for reals. And And that's no, no, that person. Oh my gosh. That sounds so intense. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, well, it was, it was a hundred percent intense. Just dial up Scorpio all the way. And you can, I can, I bet you can imagine him perfectly. Like, can't even imagine. Oh gosh. (laughs) Like, my friends, I have a Scorpio friend and she's already intense enough. She's she's already So. so intense. So I I chose to be in that relationship because um, I was out of connection with my shadow and my magic and my transformative power. Mm-hmm. And I, I left a, this is kind of going back now, but this is, yeah, my BDSM intro story. Um, I left a pretty good relationship that had been pretty solid for a while and it was sort of leading to marriage and babies I'd say um and I suddenly left it after an ayahuasca journey <laughs> I kind of okay. had a woo my whole spirit opened up and then I felt called to this shadow person I was like oh my god it feels like the devil is calling me like he was like the devil incarnate like quote unquote <gasps> devil because he's just so dark. Like he was just like dark in that, like a cult and goth and just fully a hundred percent. Right. And I was like, I need that because it represented a part of me that I was not in connection with. Yeah. Um, and then my whole life changed. Um, anyway, when I signed up for the, um, coaching, uh, container, I learned a lot with him. I will say learned a lot. Um, I just, it's just shone a light because I was like, oh, this is what being supported and seen feels like. And I'm like, oh, in contrast, my relationship is not like that at all. This person is not, I think our time of learning together is over. Yeah. So I left that relationship. Okay, then. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So just so the people listening, because I know not everybody is very uh, oh, oh, yeah. sexual. Thank so you. what is BDSM first? <laughs> and then also what would be a bad BDSM relationship? Yeah. So you asked me about sugar dating and I feel I felt like I need to share this part first. Um, so BDSM is bondage, domination, submission, and sadism and masochism. So it's the um yeah so all those things essentially Mm -hmm. it's all about sensation and power Mm -hmm. and which I feel like is very much connected to what we're doing in this in this sphere as Mm -hmm. as coaches we are being dominant 
Mm-hmm. And, and with our coaches or teachers, we're probably, you know, we're submissive to their power yeah. and their guidance. And there's mm-hmm. this beautiful dance that's going on. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what BDSM is. What was the other question? Oh, bad BDSM. Okay. So quickly like bad BDSM the- relationship, <laughs> like what would be that yeah. example? <sighs> well, <laughs> so the BDSM community is wonderful wonderful, wonderful place to learn about consent, clear agreements, Mm -hmm. negotiations Mm -hmm. about how you play, Um, like clear kind of agreements around, yeah, your boundaries and your needs and your desires. And in that community, the, the kink community, it's like very normalized to have those conversations to meet people where they're at, to see where your desires match with someone else. Um, people who are boundary breakers or not, who don't play well within those rules and agreements, they have a bad name in the community. And reputations mean a lot. Like you can ask around about good play partners yep. um, or if you meet someone new. It's all about like experience and um, and connections and all that. So yeah, <laughs> I said, would say... For anybody tuning in that has no idea about this world, like you go to a club and there's guys groping you, there's guys grinding on you, there's guys touching you. You go to an, a sex party, you, the no, mm-mm. no, you ask for permission. So like people think that you just go in and it's like this crazy wild orgy. No, actually it's more respectful. There's more boundaries. There's more like, you don't go there and feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to go get groped. And like Pete guys are going to just grab me. Like, mm-mm, that's not okay. They'll get kicked out. Yeah. So it's very respectful. It's actually a different way. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I wouldn't say like not all sex parties are like that, but, I, you know, yeah. the, the ones who know what they're doing and the ones that probably are safe to go to. Yeah. Um, I will say, yeah, the other just kind of from my perspective, like some people, that level of awareness and consciousness and consent is um, doesn't feel normal. And like the more unconscious club groping vibe kind of like yeah. has a hot kind of danger in itself. So I don't want to I don't want to make that wrong. Like it's yeah. like can be exciting to yeah. like bump up against strangers and yeah. not know what's going to happen. Um, I, I totally love dancing and going clubbing. So exactly. Me I too. do love it. I don't really like being groped by random no. strangers, but I also have like a freaking energy that doesn't really happen often. And I think that that's the practice is the practice is you go in with this mindfulness and you get kind of boundary practice. You're like, okay, I'm going into this big thing. It's an unknown thing. And I have to stay aligned and sort of have friends and um, try to keep my ground um, (laughs) and not go too far. But anyway, that's, that's that. Mm. Um, But yeah, just with that relationship, um, it was kind of just the opposite. (laughs) Okay. So just, it was, not really boundaries, not really respect. It was just maybe were you the submissive or can you share that? It was just, Oh uh, yeah. I'm happy, happy to share it. So uh, yes. This, so this was me waking up to my inner kinkiness and I had been unconsciously kinky before this, yeah. um, which I think I would, I think most people are, I think the world is kinky. I think the world is like trickstery and about power and all that stuff. So I had 
my first foray into this world was with just this one person, not in the community. And it was kind of non-consensual, just in the sense that I didn't really know anything about the world, but he did. And he didn't really educate me Ooh, or yeah. like he put a necklace. He gave me a necklace. This is an example of no, no, <laughs> this is not okay. He gave me a necklace and I didn't realize that was him collaring me. Like that was oh. him kind of owning me or possessing me. And he's mm -hmm. like, like he'd get really offended when I like took it off, but I didn't understand. And other people knew what it meant. He, just him. We were oh. like, we didn't, we didn't really go to things. That's why I mean, like it was, it was just a private dynamic, like a power dynamic and where I got to explore um, just, yeah, my, my submissive side, which, mm -hmm which actually gave me a lot of power, which I realized oh, yeah. there's so much power in surrender and giving so much. control. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I think we all, I think that's wisdom just to carry for anyone, yes. just that we can often be control freaks, overanalyzers, overthinkers, just we keep like stopping ourselves from taking action or freezing because we're trying to control everything. Um, and so it feels so beautiful. To Ooh, be able. Yes. <laughs> Let me just say that again. Ladies, there is so much power in submission. Mm. I have reached new heights of orgasm, pleasure, opening, being in my feminine. Also, this goes along with business and in life. And it's just like, as soon as I get to this ecstatic buildup, I'm like, breathe more into it. Yeah. And it's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. How can you trust more? How can you surrender even more? How can you like let yourself feel even more sensation or like trust that like your body can handle more than it can handle? And what I've been leaning into lately is like um, more and more money coming in mm. and, and like not trying to control the flow of it. Right. And just letting, like, just surrendering, like submitting mm -hmm. <laughs> to basically to money in a new way, because yeah. my, oh, this is so interesting. I don't think I've ever like shared this exactly, but like my relationship with money before was, was, it felt like it was like an unconscious power dynamic where I was being hurt or rewarded, but I really uh, didn't really understand. Right. Yeah. And so I just kind of got wrapped up in that. I'm like, I don't know when money is coming. I don't know what I'm learning. And it was just like, I feel so powerless, I feel, but I want it, but I want it, but like, oh, and then it would come and I feel amazing. And yeah, it's so good. Um, yes. so just that kind of like really tense dynamic mm -hmm. and not really trusting because mm -hmm. it didn't feel like we had a conscious agreement. And what yeah. I'm moving into now more is a really conscious, direct relationship with money where mm -hmm. like I can surrender and trust mm -hmm. that I'm held and where like she, the spirit of money will like meet me. And we've made an agreement where I am, I help other people, money moves through me and I help money move through other people. And that's kind of our deal. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll talk about money and how wonderful all your lessons are. If, mm -hmm. if you move, keep moving through me. And I keep yeah. saying like, I wish to come into harmony with you. And I wish to to know you. So, Ooh, that's, 
Same with, same with like debt has been a really kinky relationship where I feel like I've enjoyed how it kind of keeps me down. Like my credit card, it's been like, okay. oh, that's like a dom with her boot on my face. And she's like, no, you can't have any more. And I'm like, but I want it. <laughs> anyway, so this is like, very- no. No. And I'm like, oh, okay, I don't want it. I'm like, it, it's that weight of debt that can feel like bondage. Mm-hmm. And it's like constriction. Like, I, oh, I can't move. Oh, like there's a heaviness on me. Like, oh, maybe I don't want to move. And maybe I can just like enjoy this too. And just the surrender, present. surrender into it instead of like resisting the reality of what mm-hmm. is. Oh, goodness. This is so juicy. I really am loving this. So I didn't talk about sugar. Yeah, I feel like maybe we don't need to. No, we will flow through everything. Um, That's usually how my podcasts go. It's just kind of like flows. We have a topic and then it just kind of flows. So, okay. So BDSM has led to some success. And how would you say that it has like, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. BDSM, the road to success. Oh my goodness. Well, hmm. there's so much there. Like I said, I mean, in terms of just that consciousness with relationship with money, that's one thing. Like it's, it's helped me understand power dynamics more Mm -hmm. and it's helped me. Yeah. Just be more conscious of the power games that we're always playing in life, whether yeah. we like it or not, you can't, you can't not be, <laughs> unless you're like, like anything, unless you're like, you know, on a monk and a whatever, like not of this world, but if you're in this world and you're playing this, this physical earth plane game of making money and being, having relationships, it's power. Um, you know, even probably the monk has power games with his monk teacher, whatever, like we're all or with life. Yeah. And with life, with nature. Um, so just being more conscious of that really has helped me, um, be the author of my life and be a creator because I am aware that like, Ooh, okay. In this situation, there's this power dynamic. And in this one, there's this, and like, I can wield power, Mm-hmm. more consciously and I'm switched like so and and in life too like I love d- dominance and submission and um yeah and I let myself get off on uh pain <laughs> like that through my masochism um Same. and and when there is pain in my life I can be like oh okay that's a sensation that's I have to reference Carolyn Elliott has been a, one of one of the main teachers um, in my life, she is a leader of um, and a teacher of existential kink, which is yeah. um, a book that she wrote. But yep. I've been in her programs for quite a while. And it comes from ta- tantric Buddhism, where you sort of lean into the taboo or lean into pain or lean into sensations that you don't like so that to come to enlightenment, basically. Um So yeah, I've just learned to like be more comfortable with pain, emotional pain in my life or constricting situations and be like, this is an experience that my soul came here to feel. And if I'm feeling it, it means like 
It means that I want to feel it because it turns me on at a deep level. And how aware can I get of that turn on? Yeah, one of... So I just did a whole podcast on this with my twin flame, not with my twin flame, but about twin flames. And I remember I cut it off. Like I cut us. We were in separation for two months. We're actually back together. But I, I remember there was a point that I was like feeling so torn up about it and so sad. And it was such a different aspect to look at it. Like enjoy the human experience that you have in the depth that you had in the relationship and how it is hurting so bad is how you actually were connected to them so deeply. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually was able to move through a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, in order to be in love, to love, you have to open up to pain. And that's a big, and for me too, too, like with my partner, I remember I had to be like, I am willing to have my heart absolutely obliterated by you. Ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> because like, and like, that's, that's a lot of the, I'm glad you brought up that. Cause that's been most of the work that I've done is around breakups and divorces and separations and just like moving through that as a portal of initiation and that your heart is breaking open. And that's just like how alive you are. And that's how much capacity you have now to feel joy and (gasps) ecstasy and bliss and abundance. And that's also going with business. Like honestly, being in business, every launch you do, everything you put out there into the world, you're literally opening yourself for heartache. You are like you put us. I know my whole body is tingling. I got like little... Yeah. It's like, okay, this is what I'm offering. And it may be silence. Nobody may buy it. It's literally, you're opening yourself up, you're excited, and then you're getting torn down and like being open to that and surrendering to it and trusting again and again and again and again, because then yes, because once, if it does work and when it does work, it feels so good. And It's, yeah, it's, it's, and that is working too, though. It's not like the not working isn't part of it because like we have to like, like getting comfortable with heartbreak. We have to get so familiar with failure, like any entrepreneur, any kind of business failure, they say like fail forward. Um, You have to get so intimate with that pain and be like, this is all part of it. This does not mean it's not working. And all it's doing is just strengthening your resolve and strengthening your devotion. And it's almost like these tests that are like, like, can you handle this? Can you handle this? And like, I think when you can get to a, ooh, I feel all small tingly now. Like when you can get to a point of like, like really being like, okay, like tearing your chest open and being like, okay, hurt me. Like, reject reject me like you know say no to me like I dare you like I dare you to ignore me that's one of my favorite kinks is being ignored oh it's so hot like actually sexually in my sexual history yeah when when people that I have really wanted deny me like they flirt a bit and I get a little bit and then they're just like no I'm like oh I'm like oh my god like it no you always liked it you've always liked it oh my god I go insane I go like frantic and I get anxiety and how hot is that (laughs) okay like 
Yeah, literally right before Valentine's Day, I got like, even though he said, yeah, we're going to do something. He's just not a big like holiday person. He said he'd do something. But me, I'm like, where's the plans? Something's going to happen. Oh, my God. My anxiety went insane. And then I like caused this like freak out. (laughs) You caught. Of course you did. (laughs) Like it's it's like that anticipation is like electric. And then it can almost cause you to like short circuit. It's like so much. (laughs) And then, and then, yeah, and then we kind of sabotage or we play the game like, oh, it's it's too good to be true almost. So I need to somehow like wreck it somehow because it sounds too amazing. Yeah. No, that's literally what I do. I do that all the time. Totally. I don't know if that's like, I think I do it worse than most people too because like I was literally the other day, I'm like, everything's really good. Everything's really good right now. And then I guess last night I had like a little, a little fight. I mean, it was very baby. It was just me like, finding something wrong to fight about and of course like, of course what the fuck why do women do this why do people do this yeah i think we we all do um if you've ever read a, a really good book on that topic is the big leap by oh yeah it, i love the big yeah. leap so the upper yeah. limit kind of thing so when things are really good somehow subconsciously you'll find something to to make it wrong or or icky um yeah and I think like the the challenge or the like kind of Buddhist perspective there the existentially kinky perspective is instead of just being like how can I make it good again it's like being in like oh this is a lot of sensation that I've created feel it in my body like this is, this is pretty exciting. Like I like this tension, you know, because I think this is, this is another one too, that like will create all this tension. Well, like, Ooh, like what can I do to create tension so that I can feel like, Oh, again. Oh. And so, yeah, just like jealousy is good. Jealousy brings up thing. Conflict is also good. Um, like conflict just brings a way to bring you closer. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, yeah, I brought up some conflict recently, Um, but my friend, she was like, I think it brought it closer and I felt bad. I was like, I was like, I was kind of a drunky mess. And she's like, I think it needed to come out. We'd never fought before in five years. And like, she's like, I feel like we're closer. I love you. And I'm like, oh, like, I didn't know. I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) She's like, so no apology no it's perfect like it's it's like you we need conflict and we need tension and I think for me one way that showed up is like I was afraid or quote-unquote blocked of like hosting group events because it was like Mm -hmm. well I can do one-on-one I can handle one-on-one conflict Mm -hmm. but what if conflict happens in the group Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what will I do and and everyone will be watching me and then it brought up these deep wounds of like um growing up and being in groups and having really painful things happen when everyone's watching um so yeah I really had to get in there with that that's a that's a lot of what I do with clients too is like there's that shadow or that subconscious reason why I'm like no I can't do that and then I'm like how do we just shine a light on that and just peel back the curtains go in there just resolve those situations 
Mm-hmm. situations in hypnosis. I didn't mention I'm also a hypnotherapist. There we go. <laughs> Love it. All multi-passionate. Same here. Love it. Well, it fits perfectly because it is the, sh- like the subconscious is the shadow. So we're just yeah. really going down in there. It's perfect for shadow work. Yeah. Um, and, and also aligning to goals. A lot of people use hypnosis just for like, you know, achievement and like and that affirmation kind of work, but the kind of work that I do is more like, okay, when did this first start? Okay, let's go back there. Let's let's do some inner child like resolution. Yeah. Um, let's like really look at the physical resistance, or maybe there's like, like an emotion that wants to come out or be be expressed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it really it really fits in. I feel like I was kind of kind of lost in coachy world until I got certified as a, as a hypnotherapist. Um, oh. Yeah. Cause I, I then was like, oh, okay, I have this tool to solve people's problems instead of just being like, you can do it. Come yeah. on. <laughs> no, I, hypnotherapy is great. It's good to bring that up because that goes well with it. I've done some hypnotherapy. It's very yeah. helpful. And it, it also connects for me with, um, with p- power and dominance because to be a good hip, hypno, hypnotist, you need to be leading and guiding and very confident. You're holding a very intimate space in service, really, of the yeah. of the client, um, and it's so so intimate. Um, yeah, and yeah, I really need to be like so focused and like believe in what I'm saying and, yeah. and tune what I'm doing. And essentially, this is <laughs> kind of um, you know. Con- controversial or whatever, but it fits under the thing. Essentially, I am a loving sadist Mm. who is, which is about, it's about sensation, Mm -hmm. but it really is about holding space for the pain. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not whipping people. I'm not like spanking them. I'm not punishing them, Yeah, but I'm like, we can go there. Like this is a safe place to like, let go, to Mm -hmm. hold that, to look into it. And really, and to breathe into it, and to feel the places you've been scared of feeling. Oh yeah, when I did my hypnotherapy, it was the depths of like yeah. vulnerability and like fear and like that place. I remember I was like, "Is this okay if I just start bawling?" Like it brought it up, and luckily she did hold a really good space. Um, but it was just like, whoa. So that that's so. Yeah. And it's not about re-traumatizing. Like usually, you know, we'll have a, it'll be on a screen or we'll be looking at from the outside or we'll just take that wounded self and bring them up to this time. So there's all kinds of ways to kind of do it. That, that isn't just like, you're going to just feel the pain, but it's like being willing to even open the door. Yeah. And reckon with whatever. And it might be a deep emotional release. It might feel painful, but then, but then we create like, Mm -hmm. you have your safe place that you can go to, or Mm -hmm. like, I remind you that you're in a different, that you're a different age. And it's so, yeah, I just want to say, it's not all like, let's get in there and feel that. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, I wasn't expecting. It can be. So I was just like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So last part and we can like wrap this up or you know we can go on is how did sugar dating also lead to success yes well many different ways I um 
first of all, <laughs> I, w- I wanted to write down the things because it was so many ways. It's like, oh, I have so many things I actually learned about that. Um, yeah. One was it just I was stretching into my desire and I was curious about it. And it was kind of this bad girl experience. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. And I kind of just wanted to know if I could do it mm-hmm. and and play with that. And I was like, yeah, I think I can. I think I have things to learn here. So that was a, one of one of the things was just giving myself yeah. permission to do what I desired and what I was just curious about. Um, yeah. I got to learn to value my time um, highly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and beyond yeah. an hourly rate. So that was my first real experience of really feeling like my energy and my transmission adds so much value to your life, similar to coaching, um, that you are willing to pay me a high rate. Um, and that just kind of blew my mind. And it helped me like, it blew my mind and it helped me, my nervous system regulate to to that. Um, I also got a chance to be around high rolling people who had really good jobs and were used to making money. And that for me, as someone who grew up near the poverty line, mostly with single parents who were struggling and, um, you know, pretty crappy jobs. Um, I'd never really been around people who who, except for maybe a couple of my uncles, but, um, you know, not really. And so for me to like, just be around that and normalize it and be like, this is, this is this world. I can be in this world too. Like this sort of class window where I'm yeah. like, I can, I can be here. This is what it feels like. This is, this is, I am allowed to be here. Um, I have a place with you. And so that was interesting. And there's just, yeah, that interesting power dynamic where I'm like, I know you need me more than I need you really. Cause I could do other things, but like my energy and my vitality and my, um, you know, lusciousness is, Mm. is a, valuable commodity so so, true right like aren't we kind of in this industry kind of monetizing or commodifying our our energy and our our passion and our um which yeah people find it infectious and delicious and it inspires them and I feel like it's a similar-ish vibe with that um One thing for me with sugar dating, so I did it a little bit, probably not like what people think and that would judge on. It was a little bit different. I was able to do this. I mean, I guess I could just say it. Um, I didn't have to do anything sexually. Yeah. I found a way. It's not easy. Yeah. I would say probably 99% is that way. You have to do at least some type. No. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some type, but I, but I'd say less than 99, less than 99. Yeah. Maybe 80, 90, something pretty high. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty high. They want something, whatever it is, it it could be on the spectrum, but I just wasn't at that point. I just didn't want that. And so I found a way, but it was literally a very small amount of people. It was like mostly one person and he just loved my energy, loved my time, loved to be with me. Um, and there was a point that I couldn't even accept a gift because to me, it didn't even make sense that someone was paying this much money 
for something for like a spa treatment. And I just, I literally couldn't get my energy behind it. And so he was pretty actually intuitive. Um, and so when he like had me pay it, pay the bill, I was like, kind of didn't know how to do it. I was like frozen. Mm. I like, didn't know how to accept the gift of that magnitude or mm-hmm. like cost for something that why is it any different from a different one and like my brain was in that poverty like I would never pay for this why don't I just want money why can't I just accept this and so that was a big lesson right there was it wasn't a big deal for him I was making it a big deal yeah and that was so hard to like get my mind around just because I'm making a big deal doesn't mean he's making a big deal totally yeah and similar with our clients right we, we can often yes. take on their money stories and feel yes. like, oh, this is so much. It's like to them, they might have, we have no idea. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and, and like stretching into receiving and, mm-hmm. and, and learning about your edges, like, oh, okay, that's, that's a thing. I definitely am resisting um, receiving gifts and money because like, why? And then just like, what, what I've been learning lately is, yeah, back to this like somatic kind of embodied experience that it's a charge that yeah. your body takes as a threat. Yeah, I literally, I was like, <laughs> like, it's like a trigger, like a trauma response almost. Yeah. Like this is, this is so highly sensational mm-hmm. that it feels like violence or it feels like a threat or something. Cause your body's like, like red alert. I don't know what this is, but it's like super, so fascinating. It really, that experience did, it helped me ask for help, which I am a very self-reliant person naturally. I mean, Aries, so many different reasons, but I'm just very self-reliant, very independent. Mm -hmm. I had to ask for help and receive it and then receive the help and then also like be open to these like gifts and things that I'd never really done I remember going shopping and like I had so much things and I was like is this okay and he was like whatever but I felt like it was too much so I put a couple dresses back yeah no he did not give a fuck he did not yeah. give a fuck I still want that dress still like he didn't give a fuck with that $30 $40 like it was not a big deal but me in my head I couldn't receive it I really am feeling now that it's like the universe is the sugar daddy yeah really and it wants to shower us with gifts <laughs> right and we're just like no it's too much I can't you know <laughs> but the Good universe daddy. is yeah <laughs> Sugar Daddy Universe, come to me. I'm open now. I'm open for the gifts. We we got here on this call. No, gift me all the things. Gift it, gift it. It's free. I don't care. It doesn't have to be a hard client. Literally, I think I make, I do that sometimes. I'm like, literally money's coming to me randomly. I was in Tulum. I, I made $200. I made money here. And I'm like, I'm just getting random orders. And then I'm just like, and then I get back home and I'm like, I have to get a client in this way at this time. Yeah. And no, I just need to be open to the fucking sugar daddy universe. That's <laughs> yes. Drop its fucking amazing <laughs> abundance on me. <laughs> Maybe that's a good place to wrap up the conversation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's a breakthrough moment I like. Yes. <laughs> 
universe is my sugar daddy and it's pouring on me. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like you are your own sugar daddy too. Yes. Like I get to give myself gifts. I get to yes. like, like treat myself. I get to have all the dresses I want, like that kind of thing. Oh, so hell good. yeah. So good. That's what I did my whole life. So I was just like, <laughs> this receiving thing from other people is different, but yeah. Uh, yes. We can wrap up there. So where can they find you on the Instagram? What's yes, your yes, username? Yes. I am like, I first have to say I'm a little bit, I'm, I do this underground secret thing and I'm working that. Um, I'm actually starting an underground sensation club called Persephone's Playground for okay. entrepreneurs to feel into their um, like scary sensations, their edges, their blocks in a facilitated hot container Ooh. where we're kind of all like leaning into the juice together. So Ooh. planting that seed for Persephone's playground, it's going to be like, it's just like a private invite only thing. But like, if you want to, um, um, give me an email, I'm, I'm collecting emails. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Nova Ray, um, R-A-Y-E. Um, and on Instagram, it's Nova.Ray. And I'm active in the stories. Not so much on the page. That is A-okay. <laughs> so go check her out. And if you guys love this, please share this. Share it with somebody who needs to have a laugh, who needs to shift their mindset, who wants to kind of understand BDSM a little bit more. All the things. I think this has been so much fun. Thank you so much. And we will be sharing that soon. And there will be the links in the bio if you guys didn't catch that. So go check them out. Thank you so much, Tia. It's been so fun talking to you. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, review, and share with your fellow biz babes. I'd love to hear your thoughts, takeaways, and questions. So leave me a review on iTunes. And until next time, I'll see you at the top. It's up to you to level up.